I remember seeing my first one way back in 1992. A guy on the bus was actually helping me pull one of my loose teeth and he gave me a magazine to look at while he was trying to get it out. The magazine he gave me was mini trunking. As I looked through the pages, I was amazed at these, well, amazing looking little vehicles. Whoever thought that little trucks can be so cool, whether they're lifted or lowered, with hydraulics, convertibles, and powerful stereo systems in vibrant colors. This was amazing. Where did it come from? Who inspired it? Why is it here? Those are all questions that make you wonder about this industry. And even though everybody thought it died out, there could be a resurgence in the mini truck environment with the arrival of brand new mini trucks to the automotive market. Yeah, we're talking about mini trucking and how brand new vehicles like the Maverick and Santa Fe may bring back that age old segment from the aftermarket world from the early 90s. Yes, mini trucking. It's here and it's cool. Autoworks.net Autopod, streaming day or night, coming right at you, right here, right now. Welcome back to the Autolux Podcast. I am your host, as always, the doctor to the automotive industry, Mr. Everett J, coming to you from our website, autolux.net. That is all one word, autolux.net. Stop by the website and see some of our pages, listen to some more podcasts, read some of our blogs, check out some of our ratings, hell, read some kids' books. And while there, check out the help pages or corporate links websites to find links to all of your favorite automotive pages from around the world world on autolux.net and give a good special thanks to podbeam.com for getting this podcast out into the world on every major streaming site you can find us on the autolux.net podcast is there and it's all thanks to podbeam so like we said in the intro today we're talking about mini trucks I don't know if you remember, way back in the late 80s and early 90s, mini trucks really started taking off. They started utilizing vehicles like the Ford Ranger, Toyota Tacoma, Nissan Frontiers, Mazda B-Series were all little trucks. And the B-Series was one of the top ones. I don't know about you, but seeing a Mazda B-Series drop down as a convertible with a full-face front grille covering even the headlights is one of those amazing things from the early 90s. And like I said in the intro, I was given a magazine about this. Unfortunately, today I don't have that magazine, but I do remember it. I was given that day a magazine about mini trucks and dirt bikes. Dirt bikes were cool, but I couldn't afford them. I couldn't afford a mini truck either, but the automotive industry plus my love affair with diecast cars check out the podcast diecast love affair really brought me in to the mini truck and market and it wasn't just cool to say they were cool to look at. If you've ever seen the mini truck and market, you'll understand. Similar to that of the low rider culture, mini truck and market also plays heavily on lowered vehicles with the hydraulics, but with the addition of roof removal and turning the box into a ballet of hydraulics. Yes, mini trucks are one of the coolest things you'll ever see. It is a market that unfortunately has slowly died out with the loss of mid-sized trucks in the North American marketplace. Now, elsewhere around the world, mini truck markets still exist where you have vehicles like the volkswagen severo or peugeot jogger you could still enter the mini truck and market but in north america we have lost it but it wasn't until honda decided to get into the truck market that we started seeing the possibility of this market coming back the ridgeline helped it but it would take longer than a decade before people finally caught on to the mini trucks market now if you want to take a trip back in history we can go all the way back by the late 60s you started getting 
some aftermarket trucks when they started doing the cab over designs. Hell, we even had the Dodge Diora concept truck, which really tried to showcase aftermarket pickup trucks to the world. They were out, they were there, they were cool, people turned them into drag vehicles and they were, they were neat. But it really didn't pick up until the 70s, when the aftermarket world really caught on with the pickup truck and SUV marketplaces. You know, we're talking about things like the Ford Bronco Ranger, the Dodge Little Red Express and Warlock, and hell, even the Ram Runners, hell, even Jeep had the Renegade Editions and the Golden Hawks. They were all there. It was an aftermarket industry that was starting to make roads. We all know that a lot of these companies by the mid-70s really started getting into aftermarket vans because the van market was exploding and people wanted cargo vans to be fully accessible and fully accessorized for people that couldn't either afford to do it or have the time to do it. Similar to that today of the aftermarket tuning industry. How many people out there go out and buy a Ford Focus ST or a Shelby Mustang right off the stock lot and think to themselves, I am aftermarket and tuner. I'm sorry to say, but you're not. You just bought it off the lot. You didn't put in the wrench time to put that thing together. Mini trucks. Like we said, in the 70s, this market, people started looking at. And by the end of the 70s, mini trucks were starting to enter the North American marketplace. Marketplaces around the world, like Japan, China, most European marketplaces, even down under in Australia, already had the crossover utility trucks. We had them in North America with the, the Ranchero, the El Camino, and that very short-lived Dodge Rampage. So why, oh why, didn't this market ever really hit on until the late 80s? We get it, during the 80s, people started picking up on it because people wanted aftermarket versions of vehicles. And when ground effects coming in, and body kits, and special paint jobs, and more performance coming out of your vehicle, people started looking towards trucks as an alternative. But full-size trucks were mostly used for work. And back even in the 80s, people looked at full-size pickup trucks as a work vehicle, not a family vehicle. But mini trucks, compact and mid-sized pickup trucks from the North American marketplace were seen as the suburban truck. These were small little trucks for your weekend warriors. These weren't the guys who went out and hauled dirt, rocks, brick, hell, anything in the box of their truck five days a week. And on the weekends, then would just throw their family in the vehicle and go down to the beach. These small trucks were people from urban areas who just wanted to have an easier way to bring things home. But without quad cabs back in the 80s, club cabs were it. Back then, a lot of vehicles, including trucks, were two doors. And with everybody focusing their sights on muscle cars still with the Mustang and the Camaro, and now the import scene's slowly moving in with the Supers RX-7s, these little trucks started to become an another alternative. They were two-seat, two-door, and when you drop them right to the ground, they looked amazing. And even today, like I said, right now, I am looking at a 1989 Mazda B-Series single cab short box. It is dropped right to the ground, full grill, but no hydraulics. We all know there's an aftermarket market <laughs> for anything out there. And lowriders, even for pickup trucks, is still a thing. Not everybody wants to drive around a lowrider coupe or a lowrider sedan. And with Cheech and Chong proving to us that lowrider culture could be just as cool as going fast, the mini trucks started to pick up. And people started to say, hey, we could put the same things from our lowrider, our 64 Impala, into my dad's old S10. You know, my dad had this thing and this becomes my first vehicle. You gotta remember, a lot of people, even back in the 80s, never get a choice when they get their first vehicle. A lot of it comes by necessity, price, or in some cases, being passed down through family. And with the late 70s and early 80s with people getting into the mid-size and compact pickup truck markets, there was a lot more of them out there. And 
now at the aftermarket craze created by or pushed out by people like Cheech and Chong for lowriders. Some of these urban people were looking at the trucks that their family had given them. Trucks weren't cool. They were made for hauling stuff around. They were made for getting dirty and beating up. They weren't cool. Until somebody said, what if we drop these things down? What if we flip the frame so it rides lower? We put hydraulics on the box. We weld the cap onto it. Hell, we even cut the top off and make it a convertible. And with it being the late 80s and early 90s, vibrant neon colors were in. And these vibrant colors made their way down to the mini truck market but again like we all know this was a market that could explode and yet retract upon itself only as long as mini trucks existed in the marketplace for sale people would be looking to customize them but once that market started drying up where mazda left our north american marketplace dodge pulled the dakota and even ford gm and chevy pulled into the market in the early 2000s the small truck market started to disappear it blew up like we said in the 80s and 90s due to a mass quantity of trucks available in the market so with tons of these things out there you're more likely to see them falling into the aftermarket world similar to that of the early 2000s when you saw the aftermarket industry and in the early 2000s it really wasn't until the 2006 to 2010 within that four-year time period that you really started to see the aftermarket industry make its switch from coupes and sports cars over to sedans and wagons and hell even today crossover utility vehicles but why was that because there weren't new products available and with the loss of new coupes convertibles and sports cars to the marketplace people had to move on and go to other avenues people started customizing sedans wagons similar to that of the mini trucking market people had to move up to full-size pickup trucks by that time but full-size pickup trucks and with the crash of the markets in 2008 me driving these full-size pickup trucks even though they're lowered odd this is horribly expensive to move them around sure there are still people buying up old mid-size and compact pickup trucks to make them into lowriders how there were even new ones entering the marketplace as toyota still had the tacoma and nissan still had the frontier but now with the rise of the crossover utility truck market things like the honda ridgeline fiat toro ford maverick and hyundai santa fe are starting to pave the way for a resurgence in the mini truck market when you see a ridgeline you don't think of this big burly off-road vehicle you think of something more for the streets similar to that of the ford maverick or even hyundai santa fe they're more of a street going urban sport inspired vehicle these aren't products that you would consider lifting off the ground these are vehicles that you'd want to bring closer to it it was sema last year showcasing to us a resurgence in interest into the aftermarket mini trucking market it's only a matter of time before this market really does come back we have to wait until the, the used car market really picks up a lot of these vehicles gotta remember not a lot of people go out and buy brand new vehicles to customize People will do that when they got tons of money, big shops, and want to turn them into cool show cars. Similar to that of one of the Ford Mavericks that I have on the Outlooks.net website. You can see it has the exact same paint scheme as many trucks from the late 80s and early 90s. But not everybody's going to want to do that. For the most part, a lot of people who do this are people who are entering the marketplace. And we all know that there's a great shift in the automotive marketplace where a lot of younger people are now waiting longer to get into it. So by the time they get into it they may not want to get into the mini truck market but with more of these little mini trucks being out there there's a possibility that the mini trucking market may return and when you get
get things like the Alpha Superwolf and Wolf, the Renault Duster Roach, and even concept forms of the Trailblazer pickup truck or new Volkswagen Turok that's supposed to be coming out. You get interest back into this amazing lowered truck marketplace. And with everybody already wanting Type R versions of every Honda product out there, we all know it's just a matter of time before Honda actually says, let's make a Type R Ridgeline. Let's make one for the mini truck and market. People are already building them, so why not give them it? The vibrant paid schemes, the wonderful ballet of the truck boxes may not be one of the things that could return. When you look at the crossover utility truck market, the boxes are integrated. So the mini truck market of the future will have differences. But with companies like Toyota, Nissan, Ford, and General Motors making actual body-on-frame mid-sized pickup trucks, this market could still stick around. But where does the future show us for mini trucking? Once the internal combustion engine disappears, how does that market look to us in the future? future. Mini trucks don't look very plausible for the future marketplace, whereas electric trucks are going with fully integrated bodies, similar to that of the Tesla Cybertruck and the Rivian R1T. They're essentially crossover utility trucks, not actual pickup trucks, because the box is fully integrated into the design. Sound familiar? Hyundai Santa Cruz, Ford Maverick, the boxes are fully integrated into them. So putting hydraulics on them to make them do a fancy dance as you're going down the road to freak the hell out of people like we did back in the heyday of the late 80s and early 90s with our lowrider mini trucking trucks. Full-size pickup trucks from bigger makes like the Ford F-150 might be your only way to get into that marketplace. But there's a lot more to make those truck boxes do a dance because they are a bit heavier. So can the interest maintain? That is a question for everyone making electric trucks for the future marketplace. We know that Alpha Motors, with their many different variations of their singular platform with their Wolf and Super Wolf pickup trucks, there is a possibility of having a small, compact pickup truck with a non-integrated box you can add hydraulics to it alpha gives us that look into the future of mini trucking and they create us some hope for the future that this market could stay around and stay true to its original form like we say the ridgeline santa fe and maverick may give us hope that this market can still stay around but it doesn't keep it in its full true form a lowered santa fe will look amazing when you finally see it this fall at sema now we've all seen the ridgelines and the mavericks but Volkswagen having the new Turok coming out and the possibility of, of Stellantis considering bringing a CUT to the Ram brand, there's a possibility we may get the Ram 700 or 1000 in North America based off of the Fiat Toro platform. This would be amazing vehicles. I don't know if you've ever actually seen a Fiat Toro, but it can pass as a Jeep Cherokee pickup truck. Seriously, put the two of them next to each other, they can be counterparts. And I don't know why they didn't do this with Jeep by actually making a fully integrated unibody pickup truck. We get it, Jeep's full, a time off-road, but you kind of destroyed your image with some of the newer vehicles. Now, for myself, I have seen some of the new mini trucks. I've actually seen a Jeep Gladiator in the flesh dropped right down with hydraulics put onto the box. It's great. It's amazing. It shows us a future for this marketplace and gives us hope. So let's all hope that our changeover in power sources doesn't disrupt this little trucking market. It's really, in the end, are mini trucks a vital part of the aftermarket industry? Yes, we need new models to add into this. The aftermarket industry needs to hold out because it creates personalization for people who want to be different. Not everybody is a pension runner. Not everybody is a sheep. There are wolves out there who want to be different. So the aftermarket industry is still there. And mini trucks will be one of those 
those ones that are there. For my next aftermarket vehicle, after my pocket rocket and my off-road truck, either a mini truck or a lowrider seems to be my most plausible for the aftermarket industry. First I went fast, then I went fast off-road, now it's time to slow it down and listen to Lowrider because a Lowrider knows every street corner. And in my case, my Lowrider knows every pothole too. So mini trucks, are they a market that you loved before and you wanna see come back? Do you want more people to enjoy this? Well, if history's taught us anything about every aftermarket industry, we all need a generation of standard urban people to go out and buy these in brand new forms. If you don't sell enough of them in brand new form, there won't be enough of them for the aftermarket industry within the next five to six years. You have to wait until you actually have a resale market to hit this. So the mini truck market may not be big right now, but now with Ridgeline, Santa Fe's, and Mavericks, and the possibility of the Ram 1000 or 700 coming to North America, and Volkswagen's new to rock, there's a possibility that by 2030, or hell, even 2026, mini trucks may be the next cool aftermarket industry return. So for myself, going slow might be the better option, because we all know there are more laws out there to keep us from going fast so why not make vehicle look good and have fun while we're going slow and that is why we need the mini trucks so if you like this podcast please like share or comment about it on any of the major social feeds that you find autolux.net on or any of the ones that you want to showcase and send it out to your friends like tumblr and instagram hell we're even on pinterest check them out and send them out send them out to your co-workers and piss off your boss by sending it out on a friday right at the end of the day so when he comes in monday maybe just maybe they'll take a look at it and say, hey, that actually was pretty cool. I got a mini truck. My brother had one back in the day. And bring back great memories and maybe create a great conversation starter while you're trying to get that promotion or raise at work. Think about it. So yeah, help us spread the awareness of the Autolux.net podcast and get it out there on all the social feeds to your friends and family, similar to that that we already do. And after that, stop by the Autolux.net podcast page on Autolux.net and check out some more of our podcasts. Check out some of our ratings and look at the Corporate Links website page where you can find links to every major automobile company around the world on the Autolux.net corporate website's link page. And if you're like one of my friends, you need some help finding a new vehicle and determining which ones to buy and which ones to stay away from, check out the Autolux.net help pages. We got websites on there to help you make that decision better. Through car complaints, admins, and fix ya, you can help narrow it down to the right choice of the right vehicle that'll last the right amount of time for you and your family. So for myself, Herbert J, and the whole Autolux team here, thanks for listening and strap yourself in for this one kick-ass lowrider ride that we're going to take you on.